Chords are the basis of all rock music, okay? Now this is an A chord. Mm, isn't that nice? Uh, that sucks. <sighs> and here's a G. The G sucks too. <laughs> what the hell is this crap? This isn't music. Yeah, really. <laughs> Where's the smoke machine and the pyrotechnics? Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Howdy-ho. Howdy-ho. And this is episode 171. Wow. <laughs> Zoinks. Zoinks! <laughs> I think we, we've reached the threshold here. Of? Of uh, pinball stuff actually starting to happen again. Yay! For how long? We don't know. Well, we, yeah, we don't know. Because we're not good at getting vaccinated, so that's no, the problem. No, fucking morons. Just fucking take the needle. Uh, even Republicans are saying to do it now. I am a Republican. I did it. Oh, my God. You did it yesterday. No, I did it back in March. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh, we're getting too political. We've just had people turn off. Yes. No, no, no. We wait for that until we get to the, the tournament talk. The t- Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. We, we, we don't want to... Yeah, we don't want you to scare you away with politics. Instead, we'll scare you away with tournament talk. Yes! So what's on the docket, Mr. Hallett? Uh, well, let's see. What do we want to talk about? Allentown's coming up. Because we're living here in Allentown. Where they're tearing all the factories. All the factories no, no, down. Closing all the factories. Ah, whatever. Sorry, Billy Joel, I screwed up your song. So uh, are you excited? Uh, Yes. Are you going to wear a mask? Yes. Yes, me too. Hell yeah. Uh, there's just, just yeah. there's no way. Too many people. Too many people. And I, I don't know how many games I'll actually be playing. I think I'm just going to hang out. I mean, I'll probably I mean, play. For deals. I'm buying shit. That's yeah. all I'm doing. Oh, buying you're buying shit. You think there's going to be deals in this seller's market? I already bought one. What? What? <laughs> I already bought one. How, how do you already buy it? Is this like from the, the, from uh, the pin side? Uh, oh, yep. classify. Okay. Yep. I didn't. I didn't buy. Well, Ron last week sent me a a post for uh, a radical, and I emailed the guy, and he emails me back saying, "You know, like, oh yeah, I'll take a deposit." I'm like, "Okay, here, give me a call during this time because I'm working during this time." So the guy calls me during when I'm working. I get outside. I talk to him like, "Hey, what's going on? Not much. What's the machine? Oh, it's good. You know, works well." Okay, well. I need your address so, you know, I can come out there and check it out. What's a good day for you? I can do it a Sunday. Oh, I'm losing you on the phone. Okay, okay. So I hang up, try to call him back. No answer. Never calls me back. No answer ever again. <laughs> so it sounded like a scam. He wanted me not to go to his house. He just wanted to deposit and run. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, no radical. Because wasn't it like, how much was it? Thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, thirty five hundred radical. It's like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And then somebody pops up a fifty two hundred dollar one JT, our friend of our from the show, and I went, hell no. Mm-hmm. It's a game. It's a good game. Not that good of a game for fifty two hundred. Okay. It's not. But what does that have to do with what you're picking up at Allentown? Well, because I have to, you know, I have to get something secure. So I bought a game. It's an old valley. Uh is it one you already owned before? Yes, I have one owned this before. Um, does it have a primary uh, black and silver color scheme? No, it does not. 
Okay. All right. So you're, you're gonna you're gonna wait for um, Haggis to make that one. Yes. And that would be Centaur. Yes, it would be. So, okay. Uh, is it a wide body? No. Is it class of eighty one? No. Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Is it the one you mentioned before you wanted for some reason, even though no. you've lost on it? No. No. So it's not Frontier. Okay. Not Frontier. I'm confused now. I thought yes, that was like see? one of the only ones you really wanted. It was, but this one came up really cheap and it was a nice play field. So I was like, ah, oh, I'll what the hell? I, I won't lose money on this. Okay. I bought many games from Mike. Hi, Mike. From uh Maryland. Mm-hmm. So you want to know what it is? Sure. What what is it? Or is it a secret? Should we speak in hushed tones? No, no hushed tones here. Oh. Bones, don't mince words. What do you really mean? Damn it, Jim. Tell me what it is or I'll hypo you. <laughs> yes. Valley Star Trek. Okay. Not bad. The only thing you want to make sure on that is that the drop targets are original. Yes, of course. Because if they're repros, they brick horribly oh, on that game. I actually, I've seen lately, like, even some of the Sterns, my original Sterns, are bricking a lot. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? It's it's the year of the brick. Yes, it is. So I did take my Gamatron off the chopping block. It's not for sale right now. Oh. Might have a local guy actually interested in it. That's why I took it off. But everyone's like, everyone was talking on the Gamatron thread and pin side saying, oh, well, you know, it's got to be at least $2,000 more than what Bruce is asking for because, you know, those guys always hype up the prices. No, I don't want people to buy Sterns. I want them for myself. <laughs> it's not a Stern, Bruce. It's a Pinstar. No, I know, but it's the same company. Uh, it is. All the assets were the same. They just changed a couple things. So... Allentown. Allentown. What day are you going down there? What, kind of, what day are you going to be there? Uh, same days I'm always there. Friday and Saturday. There you go. I will be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be working. We'll be there early Friday to try to make sure we get in. <laughs> yes. And, uh, by the way, do not hug Ron. Oh, thank you. No problem. You can hug him at Stomp. No. Yes. Less people. <sighs> Less people. <laughs> You can give Ron the nice elbow. Oh, the elbow. Okay. Yes. Yes. If you give Ron, go up to Ron and say, Ron, I love, I love Slam Tilt. And tap him with the elbow with his elbow. That's all. So let's see. This, is, this will be the first show I've been to. Yes, me too. Since, uh, I guess, Indisc 2020. Wow. For me, it's probably, uh, it's Allentown. That's right. You were a bar owner. You never could go anywhere. Yeah, it was Allentown. No, it wasn't. You went to, um, no, no. You went to Pinburg. Oh, I did go to Pinburg, yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. I'm That's glad right. I have to correct you on your own schedule. Well, I barely remember those times. It was such a hectic time. You were time. so wasted then, man. So, yeah, so man. hot. So hot. Was... But I'll be down there Thursday looking for all the good deals. So if anyone's got a old Stern Electronics, come to see me. Ask for Bruce. I'd be wearing the It's Ivan's Fault shirt. Uh, but uh, I found out we're going to have something really cool today that's going to be at uh, one of the booths. There's going to be an Ultraman. Ah, uh, yes. Pin, uh, pinball Star. Yep. Pinstar. No, it's Pinball Star. It's yeah, not right, Pinstar. Yeah. It's, it's Pinstar is another thing. This yes. is Pinball Star. Uh, was it Joe, Joe Newhart? Yep. Is that his name? Joe Newhart. Yeah. Yes, Ultraman is going to be in the Pinball Star booth. And... Also, I guess Luke and 
Bug. Yes, Bug. Corwin Bug, yes, will be there. They're driving 14 hours from Wisconsin. A, take off, eh? So, hey, it sounds like Canadian. So what, what do you think? You'll actually get to play it. So if you really like the way it plays, you, you can't buy you it. You can't buy it. It's sold out. <laughs> so why? Why? Well, I, I, I this is one of my um, things on my notes here. I know, I know why. Because if you don't like it, you better get on pin, pin side real fast so you can sell your spot. Well, th- <laughs> on the pinball show, Zach Benny, he interviewed Spooky. Yep. And he asked specifically about why no video before it went for sale. And basically, in no uncertain terms, they said, we don't want to show a video. We want you to play the game, which is fine, except you can't play the game and then yeah. buy it because it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's already sold out. Sir. I mean, that's more an issue of the market, honestly, than spooky. But, but still. And honestly, I don't blame. If, if I don't have to show it and I'm still going to sell out, why would I show it? You know, and that's funny. I think you're the only person I heard mention that when you think about it, they made over $14 million mm-hmm. in one day. Yep. I mean, yes, that's gross. I mean, obviously, they have to build gross. the game. So they didn't gross, make $14 yeah. million. But I mean. They made $14 million in gross sales. Yep. Done. Congratulations. But nobody saw the game. Except, oh, for, except for the trailer. 30 yeah, except for the trailer. Yep. And wow. again, the other interesting thing about it that hardly anyone's mentioned and I think it's an important thing. This is going to be the first game running the new Ben Hack board system, yes. the Pinatar, which is untested. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have tested it, but there's a big difference between a few people testing it and, and over a thousand people getting it. Yeah. You know, it's things will come up that did not come up previously. I mean, we even will. even Stern, if you remember, their spike, their like kiss. Mm-hmm. They had reset issues with Kiss. Yep. They, they had some issues with the earlier Spike games. They did, but I mean, no one's really mentioned that. Oh, I'm, I'm just you know, I'm just putting that out there. You know, ne- you never know. And with Spooky, you don't want to be the beginning of the run. No, you never want to be the beginning of the run. Think about it if you were at the beginning, difference between the beginning of Rick and Morty and the end of Rick and Morty. If you were at the beginning of Rick and Morty, you got an extremely clunky game mm-hmm. with lots of hot glue mm-hmm. and the loudest power supply fan in all of pinball. Yep. Now, if you had one of the last Rick and Mortys, you had a less clunky version because they physically changed some of the positioning of the the uh, posts and Thank rails you. on the playfield itself. Thank so you, it Carl. Better. <laughs> Thank you, Carl D'Angelo. Uh, no, no more hot glue, different yep. connectors, and a different power supply fan. Yep. So you really made out by waiting a year and a half to get your game. Winner. Winner. So when you have this game. That you want to be the last one. You want to be the last in line. This looks so different than anything else. And brand new untested board system. Yeah, you want to be at the end. Yeah. You Do want we to have to go in? Look, look at, look at um, like Jersey Jack, what the, the original Wizard of Oz, the light boards. Five volts compared to seven point five. They had all kinds of issues to the point where they just they sent all new light boards out. Scary. It's just it's just I'm always trying to think of the tech side because. Man, I we'll get into this later. But when I saw the alien that Zach has, yeah. <laughs> holy shit! Uh, so yes, at Allentown in the Pinball Star booth, they will have Ultraman. Ultraman, and I am looking forward to playing that thing. Okay, but you're not. I can't get it. So why? But get interested. Oh in it. Jesus! 
come on. So then you can you can buy one for four or five thousand dollars more. Over. Yeah, great. Yeah, you can get one for like fifteen thousand instead of the nine thousand. Fucking crackheads. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. No, I'm not interested, so why even play it? Oh, I'll that's... play it when it gets on location. Uh okay. Or when my one of the four or five people in Eaton. Uh, yeah, I was Rochester about to say there. you're in Rochester. You guys buy every fucking le known demand, so you're gonna play it anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, baby. For someone like me, this is going to be probably one of my only chances of playing it. If I'm not, you know, unless I'm in Rochester. Unless you're worthy. Unless I'm worthy. Okay. Well, worthy. Oh, uh, the yawning. The yawning is back. It is. I'm tired. I was in the sun all day. I'm a little burnt and crispy. He used to be tired from the bar. Now he's tired from being tired. Yep. Tired from lounging out in the sun all day. I was actually Wait floating on my. You're a ginger. What the hell are you doing out in the sun? I was floating on my wiener. Oh. I was. Let me guess, like a float shaped like a wiener? Yep. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> but man, you must burn something awful. Nope, I put on 50 every hour. Uh, 50, oh. SPF sun- 50. Okay. Sunscreen. What's it like being a ginger when it comes to sun? I must really suck. Mm, doesn't, doesn't bother me. As long as you put your stuff on, you're good. As long as you put your stuff on? Yeah, if you forget, you're fucked. I'm Italian. I just turned brown. Yeah. The guinea power blocks all sunlight. Oh, such offensive language. How dare you call me that? Yep. I'm going to have you whacked. I'm going to have you whacked. Yeah, wow. (laughs) I'm Italian. I'm not using that slang terminology. What's the matter with you? One thing I did realize, though, is the problem being out in the sun now is my hair is so thin. It's like burning Ah, my scalp. Yep, you're burning your scalp. Got to start wearing a hat. I wear a, I actually wear a sunproof uh, SPF seventy five shirt, SPF one hundred hat. <laughs> I do, and I got burned today on my legs in the pool. Oh my! I'm enjoying the pool, which is a rarity for me because I hate water. You hate water, but it's the source of all life. Yeah, I drowned in it. But you're still here. Still here, but I did drown it. I got CPR'd. You were brought back to life. I was. Let's see. So what else at Allentown? Well, there's the tournaments. Tournaments, Everyone which are not turns, turns off. Yes, they had the worst timing ever as it begins August 1st. Yes, it does. So they're in the other – they're in the uh, – And Allentown is the 30th and the 31st. That's so hilarious. So uh, they're actually in the other company. The, what's the one in out of Maryland and Virginia? Uh, yeah, the Free State Associate, whatever. They, they use a the whole different you know, non-whopper yes. thing. That I can't yep. remember what it's called. Yeah, but uh, they'll, they'll be running it. They had, I think, the, the classics. It said it's going to be like four games and and your two best game. You know, four games and it's going to be your two best games. Mm-hmm. It's like that'll make it easier. Just playing two games over and over and over. Yeah, I know. I'm actually looking forward to that. You can actually play one of Zach's games down there. Oh my! Zach's bringing one of his games for classics. Actually, he's bringing at least two games total for. One for him and one for his dad, so they both can get in. Yes. I know what he's bringing for himself. Because he was packing it up tomorrow from, from the co-op. Oh. oh. And what game would that be? Far Out, man. Ah, excellent. I like Far Out. Rumor is uh, Stu kicked your ass in it. Yeah, that's the only game I think he actually played well on the whole day. Oh, but we'll get into that a little later on. Uh, well, let's get into it now. I mean, unless you have any more Allentown stuff. Uh, just, you know, if you're selling anything, you know, just come with cash. Wear a mask. You know, be 
respectful of those people. If you're buying stuff, come with cash. Yeah, it'd be respectful with people. You know, don't crowd. That's going to be hard. I know, but just, you know, enjoy the time. Because who knows what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. That, that's been a common thread. Go to shows when you can, because you never know. Yep. But definitely go to the show and enjoy it. I will. Because if you wanted to go to the Museum of Pinball... You can't. And you never will, because it's hey, gone. Hey, dude. What do you mean, man? Yep, because pot is the way to go. What? So last we left them, they were having the, the one-month one countdown where they either <laughs> had to get a sponsor... Get someone to buy all the games, or what was the third option? Get some place to store them or something? Yeah, store them, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and well, low price. none of that happened. Zip zero nada. So all the games are going to be auctioned off. Yep. And the location where they are, which is owned by the same guy, John Weeks. Yep. He leased that out to a pot-making facility. And I, after getting some more information about this, it seems one of the major reasons, and this contradicts what you kept saying, that the place was open year-round because it really wasn't. I know, but they had to state that it would be. It's something with, like, banning, where yes. they, they couldn't get the okay to be open all the time. That's why they were only open a few times. And someone had a hilarious comment that, like, in Southern California, you're better off trying to open a a, a pot farm next to a strip club across the street from an elementary school than trying to open a pinball arcade with any more than five games. Yes. Which I thought was hilarious, but I, I guess that's true. And I, and I guess uh, there was a link to an article, which I have right in front of me. Okay. Which is called giant frigging robot.com. That's the oh, yes. website. And it just, it had an interesting little tidbit here. It basically said the Museum of Pinball suffered catastrophic financial losses in recent years and hasn't recovered, which I was not aware of any of that. Yeah, I didn't hear that either. Owner John Weeks gave himself seven months to move the entire collection to nearby Palm Springs, attract a single buyer, or acquire a sponsorship, whichever came first. Which that is not what I heard. I mean, the first no. time I heard the ultimatum choices were after he bought the building— and realized how much he had to try how to remove much he would out of have it. to yeah renovate it, and that's when the ultimatum came down. So I yeah. really the information on this is so all over the place. I agree. The thing is, I looked at their tax form because they're a not for profit, and if you remember from our replay FX conversations, we, mm -hmm. we discussed their tax form and how much money they were losing, etc. And the, the interesting thing. Like, to, to back up here, Papa, as we used to know it, all the games, and I believe the warehouse itself, was owned by Kevin Martin. Yes. And at some point, they decided to make it a non nonprofit called the Replay Foundation. Yes. And everything at that point belonged to the Replay Foundation. The building, the games, etc. Now, Kevin Martin was still the head of the board or committee yes. or whatever it's called. And he, in the end, he made the final decision to fold and sell everything off. Yeah, but... It was still owned by the foundation. Museum of Pinball looks like they did it differently. And that if you look at their tax information, the building is not on there. The games are not on there. They had almost no assets. The only assets that were on there were like a printer, a TV, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So it, it looks like that was literally formed to show off John Weeks' collection in his building. 
It's because none of it's on there. They had no no game assets. You expect to see at least uh, at least two million in assets with the, the games. And oh yeah, definitely nothing on there like that. They had no assets like that. So that just tells me he still owns everything. And we knew he owned the building because he leased it out to yes. the, the pot making people. Dude, man. <laughs> so when the games are sold, I mean, it's not going to be. Unless he donates the money, it's not for the museum. Uh, the museum no. is, in effect, pretty much done at this point. Yes, already, yeah. So that's a sad thing. And it made me think again about the feasibility of these large collections. And here's something I never heard anyone bring up. Pretend that he was able to get that building in Palm Springs and everything worked out great. So he has this new facility across the street from the airport. Mm-hmm. And it could be open all the time, and he could put all his games in there. It was like twice the size. Say everything's in there. Rock and roll. Gucci goo. Yep. <laughs> okay. Did you know that Rick Derringer also did a lot of the 80s WWF theme music? No, I did not. See? You did not know that? That's for Robert Byers that. right there. Like Songs like, I am a real man. That's Rick yeah, Derringer. Rick and- That's oh, wow. Rick Derringer. <laughs> so it's like the Ultimate Warrior theme and all that stuff. Hmm. Hmm. But this wonderful new museum of pinball in Palm Springs, who is going to fix all the games? Well, I couldn't tell you. How is that going to work? If you had all 500 pinball machines there, that was it, 1,200 video games, whatever, where they were before, all the help was volunteer. Yes. It's all a bunch of dudes that are probably like on their own time or after work or on weekends yep. coming in and fixing games. Maybe some retired dudes working on the games, but it's all... It, it was all volunteer. Yep. If you're going to have a facility like that and you were actually going to have it open on a regular basis, wouldn't you need actual full-time techs there? Yeah, well, how, how would you, you have, keep... Wait a second. Wait a second. How do you have full-time techs when you have no assets? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm curious what the, the tax forms would have looked like after that. Like, yeah. would the building have still been under his name but not the museum? Yeah, who knows? That's kind of weird. But Papa Replay whatever you want to call them, Replay Foundation, they were unique in that not only did they have the huge collection, they had a full-time paid tech staff yep. that worked on the game year-round, and that was only basically so that the games would all work for one weekend yes. at the year. This would have been, you would have need all these games to work year-round. What was the plan there? Are techs that easy to find for pinball? I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I know Tim Arnold of the um, Pinball Hall of Fame. He's been trying to get techs. He offered to like have them live behind his house, and he trained them and stuff. That's how desperate he was to get some full time techs. Yeah, don't know. I, I just and I was thinking about that. It's like, see, it, say this all worked out great. Is it feasible having a collection that large? No, it's not public publicly available. I just don't see it because when you think about. Like, what other big collections exist now? Now they had two of the biggest that are gone. Gone. In, that, in Replay and now... And you'll never get them back like that size. And they'll never get them back. No. What are the other ones out there? You have the one in uh, the, the VFW Hall. Yeah, Ann Arbor. In Michigan. Ann Arbor. That's yep. Clay Harrell's place. That's place. It's like two yep. or three buildings. It's got like 500 pinball machines. Yes. But again, it's a private club. Yep. The town only lets them open like once a year. Yep. Which is weird. It's like, we're mm-hmm. okay having a museum of pinball as long as it's never open. Yes. But, I mean, I'm sure they're constantly repairing games, and they're all volunteer. Yes, they are. But it's, it's a club in that, you know, they probably have 
10, 20 guys there or whatever on a regular basis. Who the hell knows? Mm. And, and they're open once, once a year where they have everything open. And probably a bunch of stuff breaks in and they have to spend months repairing everything after that, that oh, weekend yeah. so, they're yeah. open. Yeah. So the only other one I can think of is uh, Pacific Pinball Museum. Now, they own, like, I think over 1,500 games. Yes. But their museum, they have 90 in there. Yeah. Tim Arnold. Tim Arnold. He owns probably well over a thousand games, but he doesn't have a thousand games in the museum. No, uh, in the um, not museum hall of fame, who would be able to maintain them? Is it really you know, as cool as it was walking in the Papa building the first time and seeing that many games? Yeah, it's just it's not feasible to have a place like that open on a on a on a regular basis, like a business. Like once a year, you might be able to do it. Uh, that other pinball place that's in Pittsburgh, they have like two hundred and twenty on location. Okay. That's another big location. That's got to be insane, keeping that. Yeah, well, they don't even turn them on until somebody walks in the door, and they're like, hey, we're going in this aisle, and they start turning them on. Oh, okay. What's his name? Uh, Nap Arcade just uh, put out a uh, review of that place. And that's what he said. He's like, I'm walking down the hallway, and there they are turning them on when I'm walking down. So I, I just I don't see the feasibility of it. No, there is not a great feasibility. Because the upkeep and the heating and the electric and everything else is like, oh my gosh. I mean, how, how hard is it keeping the, what, 43 games at the co-op running? It's hard. It is very hard. And that's 43 games in a location that's open twice a week. Yep. I'm just saying, I just don't think it's feasible. Unless you can get some large paid tech crew that's there year round, even then it's going to be a pain in the ass. Yes, it is. I mean, it's sad to see these, these collections broken up, especially something like the museum of pinball, because they just had some super rare shit there that you're just never going to see again. The one I keep thinking of is, is that, um, eight ball deluxe with the alphanumeric yes. scores. Only one of 10 made. Yeah. With its awesome graphics where it just says like play eight ball deluxe or whatever the yeah. hell it says. Just they had so so much rare shit there. Like they had the Mystic with the 3D back glass. The yep. only time I've ever seen it. They had like the uh, Captain Fantastic with the uncensored back glass. Only time yep. I've seen it. There's a lot of games that are going to be lost to private collections for this. Yep. And yep, they're going to be private collections. And it's going to be uh the the auction is actually going to be run out of the former museum, now going to be Pot Farm location itself. Yeah. So you better be local because shipping is just not. Unless it's really rare. Like if you wanted that eight ball. Yeah, but it's if it's it's in California, the taxes are so high, and then the shipping and everything else. If you so want insane. that eight ball, you're gonna probably try to do something for like that. You know? I guess if you're rich. Yeah. And judging how many people did things like buy both Ultraman and Halloween CE editions, there's a lot yes, of rich people money out, out there. there. Yes. There's a lot of money. <laughs> All right. I know. Man, I'm being negative again. Yeah, you are. I'm sorry. I just had, we, we had, it's news. We have to mention it. Yes. We have to mention it. It's just a shame, you know, that we lost another place. It's a shame. It's a shame. So to everyone from Museum of Pinball, thank you. Thank you for what you did. Yep. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed we Arcade Expos. We enjoyed the Indisks. Yep. We enjoyed playing the Rushes. But there's still going to be a tournament out in Southern California. Indisc is also, still going to happen. Yep, just a lot smaller. And they're going to have to find out where they're going to do it. Hopefully yep. hopefully it's a bigger location than the back room of a bowling alley. Yeah, I hope so too. But it, at least that's going to be around. So yep. kudos to uh, 
Bob Matthews and Carl D'Angelo yep. and, and and I'm, I'm, I, come on, you don't want me to name them all. Jim Belsito. Yep, Jim Belsito. Yes. Yep. And uh, Damian, who yes. everyone forgets him. Yes, he's part of the crew too. So, yeah, <sighs> yeah, fun stuff. Not really. We should get no, into fun stuff. Like, like like the tournament we had at the co-op. Yes. Stu played. I heard. And he beat me in one game. He wouldn't play me anything else because he was so happy that he beat me on this one game. Yeah, he whooped your ass on Far Out. Yep. And I had to leave because I had to go to another thing. I had to go to a wedding. Mm-hmm. And I get back and Stu's gone. Yeah, he, he left because he got, he got eliminated. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Didn't he say he was going to be in the finals? Uh, he was. Unfortunately, he was in the B Division finals. Ooh. And he lost. Ooh. I thought with a person with his pride, he would have just, if he was an A, it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, I think he finished third in, in B. And then he, then, he wow. le- then he left. Yeah. He walked wow. right by me in the hallway as I was coming in. Wow. Yep. He sucks. I mean, the, o- the only thing he did was uh, the tournament, most of the tournament was streamed. Mm-hmm. There was one match he had with Raymond Davidson was in the group. Ooh, the number so one player in the actually, world. Yes. So they played, um, the first game was on Attack from Mars. Mm-hmm. And after a terrible first ball, Stu just turned it up to another level. Like probably few players can. So he took first. Well, if, at one point he just started doing loop passes over and over and over. He had like eight, nine-way combo on stream wow. just showing off. Yeah. He got, I think, eight billion, and he finished second. Wow! Because Raymond had ten billion. Wow! Yeah. So uh, maybe that demoralized him in some way to have that big a game and still lose. I don't know how Stu ever comes back from this. Now I don't think we'll ever hear from him. I again. don't think we're going to hear from Stu anymore. I, I think I need to play instead of Stu. Yeah, which you can soon. Uh, I can. You can. Well, first, before we... Uh, who won the tournament, Bruce? It was uh, our own Zach. Yes. Basically, at the finals, the finals ended up being... It Zach. Was, uh, Zach, Raymond James. Davidson, James, yep. who is... A local from Rochester. Who gets every LE known to man. Yes. Uh, and Stephanie. And our own little Steph. And um, Zach destroyed in the finals. Yes. It, it, it wasn't... He destroyed. It wasn't pretty. No. And Raymond picked the group because he was the top qualifier. He picked the group of Attack for Bars, Super Straight, and Cheetah. Mm. And did, did Zach win all three? No, he, I think he won two out of three, and then he got second in the last game. So yeah, I think Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a dominating yeah. performance. Yep. And Raymond, didn't, Raymond got fourth, yes. I think. Yes, so. He did. Steph Peter. James got, yep. James Steph second, got third. Steph third, yep. and Raymond fourth. Congratulations to all for the first tournament at the Rochester Pinball Co-op. But we have another one coming up soon. We do? We do. What do we have coming up soon, Bruce? Stomp for Pinball Comes Home. <laughs> Where'd you get the Pinball Comes Home? Because it's the Voyage Home? Yes. So it's yes. Pinball Comes Home. Yep. Because it's the Rochester is the home of pinball. Everyone it knows is. this. Everyone yes, knows everyone this. Yes, everyone knows this. And uh, it is Ron's birthday, so we're going to have birthday cake there, too. September 25th. Yes. It is already a third sold out. So we have a maximum of 50 people. We already have, we are up to almost 20. 
We are at 19 right now. After it was announced. One day. Well, yesterday. Yes. Yesterday. Yeah. So it's, they're selling out fast. If you hear this, there's still spots available. It is $40 until the end of August. After August 31st, it is then $50. That gets you both entry into the place and money towards the pot. Yep. After uh, 10 rounds of match play, where you'll be playing groups of four or three, depending on how many people we get, we will be uh, playing, and our match play groups will be groups of games like eras. So it'll be like 78 to 83. And then the next one will be... Yeah, let, let me explain. And this was... I talked this to Zach exact. about this. Yeah, and, and he's right. It's just for timing. He, for time. Yeah, he's right as usual. Um, don't... Yeah, don't let him hear. Yeah, well, he hasn't listened to our last few episodes, he so he probably he wouldn't agree. Yeah. Screw him. But yeah, what he was saying, and it's true, if we're doing match play and we have foursomes and we put them all these different games at different eras, you'll have like a group playing Attack from Mars for an hour, and then you'll have another group on like Flipper Clown, and they're done in five minutes, and they're just sitting yeah. around waiting for the next round. So luckily with us, we have a lot of games yeah. where we can you know, do eras. Yeah, so the idea is do not sit around. Yes. If you're going to have like an you know a round that's you know an hour or 45, fine, but you don't want to be sitting on your ass most of it, not being no, able to play, just waiting it. for yeah. people to finish. So it's going to be the games will be in different groups, which you can do a match play. So there'll be like a round that's you know older games, and a round that's a little bit newer, then maybe a round that's the newer games, Sterns. yeah, you know that, that kind of thing. And then the finals will be the way the way we always do them. Mm-hmm. So it's three game matches. And you have to pick a game from one of three different groups. Yes. And do we not allow repeats? Refresh my memory. We do not. Okay. Which we, there's 43 games there. You yes. should not have to repeat any. Yes. It yep. should not be an issue. Like, oh, I've ran out of good games to pick. That should not be an Bullshit. issue. Bullshit. Yes. And uh, we have a new game at the co-op. You have a new game. Okay. <laughs> well, you have hoops, but that was, we couldn't get that ready. It's ready now. Ah, oh, good. I love hoops. Yes, it's ready now. But you can't put it next to Surf and Safari now because this new game is next to Surf and Safari. Yep, the longest playing multi-ball, multi-ball mania game there is. Yeah, do not put that in the tournament. Oh, God, no. Do not put Lord of the Rings in the tournament. Do not put this game in the tournament. No, no, you can actually put... No, if you put Lord of the Rings and you put Guns N' Roses in the tournament, then you're good because it's about equal times. Maybe Lord of the Rings a little faster. No, don't put it there, uh, he's talking, of course, about Guns N' Roses is now with the co-op. Yes, it is. Yeah, Great I got a, playing I, game. I got a message as you were playing the one game. It's like, Bruce has been on one multiball for 15 minutes. Yes. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? I got my bone. I got my jackpot of 14 million. Zach was ahead, literally. He was like up 9 million points. I didn't even get to play yet. Zach was on there for like 20 minutes, got 9 or 10 million, lost a 6 million uh, jackpot and a 3 million jackpot in that game. Like, son of a bitch, you know, because he had all these extra balls. And we turn off the extra balls after this, thank God. So uh, I get up, and I'm at like 200,000, ball two. After I was done with my ball two, I was up to 19 million. And Zach's like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, just, oh, my God. Yeah, what I did is, like, I couldn't couldn't remember any of the, you know, the Carl D'Angelo the patches and all this crap you all the the multi-ball preparation yes. you have to do to, to maximize your multi-ballness yes. all i did last time i played it and i found this fun doing it this way i just purposely didn't start 
the multi ball. Like I got all the different band members, and then I just kept locking balls. Yes, that's how I do it. Because once you lock the last ball, it starts the multi ball. Yep. And for me, it was lucky. It was an appetite for destruction song. Thank God. So you know the best material. And I'm trying to remember what song it was, but whatever song it was, I played the whole song, and then with like one second left, I hit the final shot, and got the uh, what is it called? Uh, song jackpot is yeah, it called that yeah, and yeah. i immediately goes into the encore which lasted yep. like two seconds but still <laughs> it was yeah. fun and, and for and that was it it's a great uh, game don't get me wrong it's a great game way too heavy on multi-ball uh well that's the whole game gimmick gimmick oh okay but it's a fun game yes it is but literally we played a four-player game between wait here you go zach myself andy cushman Who's won uh, oh, the pinball God. profile? And Eric Russell. Oh Jesus Christ! It was an hour and five minutes. I believe that. Yes. yes, an hour and five. That's too long to play a game. Yes, I guess it's it's, but it's a game for all, Bruce. Just not not for you. You're too. It's good. more fun to compete in an hour. In an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun to compete in an hour. <laughs> it's the new. It's the New Jersey Jackpot. Yes. <laughs> if he uses it, I'm making millions, baby. Wow. It's, it's that'd be funny. Like, what what would be the worst games we could put in for ball? Like, we're gonna have a stock Lord that. of the Rings. So we need four games. We we're need gonna have four a, games. We're gonna have a stock Lord of the Rings, a stock um, Guns and Roses, a stock Black Knight 2000. Yep. What's our fourth game? Simpsons. Simpsons pinball party. There we go. Yep. Because you can just go to loop, and you know, as you say, loop garage, loop garage. Yep. So we'll do that, and it'll be great, and everyone will want to end, leave the tournament. Yes, they'll probably doing Harry Carey outside. It'll be jumping out the second window. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but yes, so we have that game. Uh, Hoops is in the back, waiting for the right moment. Waiting for the right moment for a game to fail so it can be replaced. Yep. Uh, Medieval Madness went into the vault. Medieval Madness went back into the vault, so it's in storage again. Oh, okay. Back into the vault. Back into the vault. And then uh, I got Star Trek back, unfortunately. We warned the guy when we when we were repairing the game, he had uh, bad acid damage. I'm like, uh, your acid damage is ruined wait, probably wait, wait, a couple- wait. What does acid damage have to do with Star Trek? Next generation. Oh, next gen. Okay, okay. You yes. were fixing a next generation. Well, you, yes, you confused me, Bruce, because you took Star Trek to the wedding, so that wasn't set no, no, up. No, okay. no. Okay. No, I was talking about the repairs from last time. He got it home, and it started just – coin door didn't work. It, then the coin door started giving volume, no volume. So we get it back, and uh, since he was trying to pull off connectors, a couple connectors got damaged. I fixed those. I'm like, okay, I, I can get the game playing now. It had already had credits on there. I cannot get the coin door to work. So me and Zach were like, okay, let's take off the connectors and let's try to jump at the ground and see if we can actually get anything to register on the CPU. No. So we told him, like, you need a CPU like we told you. He's like, well, how much is that going to be? I'm like, it's $175 plus shipping. He's like, oh, that's not bad. And he ordered it today. So hopefully we'll have it later this week, maybe next week. And we'll put that in. And then Star Trek will hopefully be on its way out. For its long five-year mission. Well, I think in the last show we mentioned a uh, issue with dialed in. Yes, uh, the light board. Which it turns out somehow a game made in 2018 was still under warranty. 
Because he didn't buy it till he didn't buy it till 2020. Yeah, it was bought in November 2020, so it still had the warranty. Yeah. But remember, we were guessing how much the light bulb was going to cost. Zero. Uh, well, no, what they were going to well, charge they, you a hundred dollars. Yes. So I don't remember what I said. I think I yeah. said you said lower. I think yeah. I said I don't remember. Yeah, Someone but, will have to tell us what we said and who won. Remember, uh, Price is Right rules. So if he went yes. over, I win. It turns out it's under warranty, and this is the part I don't get. They sent, they sent the board, mm-hmm. which I think did he have to pay shipping for it? No, no, they sent right away. But yeah, but did he have to pay the shipping? Well, not to us. He paid the shipping for the return. Here's the thing: I saw the box that it came in. Yeah, and it had a note on there where it said, "Send the old board back to this address. If you don't, we're going to charge your card." And my thing is, how would they have charged his card if they didn't already have his card information? Well, you have to give the card when you or put your, you know, when you put your ticket in. Okay. Hopefully not when you put a ticket in. Hopefully when well, they when, when they send you the part, they ask for the they card. They diagnose it and they say, "Hey, we're going to send this part out to you." All right. The only thing is, just like they said, send it back. It's like no prepaid postage yeah. return. I mean, come on, man. Your part failed, and now it's my problem. Yeah. Now I have to pay for shipping. Yeah, that's bullshit. Well, us a warranty. You, you, that doesn't happen with other, no, like commercial prod. Like, I mean, I work in IT. If we have a disk drive fail that's under warranty or that's under support, they send you one and they give you the return label and you stick it on there and you send you all one back. Yeah. I'm sure it's same what what you did. Yep, I it's same and also, I just same thing just happened to me at my. Uh, I have one of the Milwaukee battery powered soldering irons. It failed. And they have a five-year warranty on it. So I email Milwaukee. They have this thing. You do it online, really nice. Type it. Once you put all the information in, they're like, well, do you have your receipt? I'm like, no, but, you know, and he go, they're like, well, we'll go off your serial number. And they go off your serial number like, okay, it's still in a warranty. Here, we're going to send you a prepaid shipping thing. So you just put it in the box and you ship it off to them. And their website is really nice. It tracks where it's going. Like, oh, we saw you dropped off FedEx. We just received it. Oh, we have the repair evaluation. Oh, here is the shipment going back to you. You just received your shipment. Really impressive. I was very, very nice. And needless to say, they gave me a brand new soldering iron because it was only six months old. And it's probably cheaper for them to give you a new one than repairing it. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is, you know, I got a brand new soldering iron, which is great. But they didn't charge me anything. Not one red cent. Yeah, it's, it's just something about you're paying for, and that's for buying. Like, how much? How much is the soldering iron? Ninety nine dollars. Ninety nine bucks, and they're doing all yeah. this for a ninety nine dollar product. You have a seven thousand dollar plus product. Yeah, and, and you they're can't, charging and, you, you, and they're charging yeah. you to return it. I just yeah, thought that, that was kind of lame. Yeah, that was fucking really that. That was cheap, but it did fix the issue, and it was a totally different light board too, like a different revision. Vision, yes, newer revision, but uh, yeah, so. That was just annoying a little bit. I was like, oh, really? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're I had to bring that up just being a dick. Just because when I saw that, I'm like, there's – because I saw the box. It's like there's no return label in there. And, and there was actually a sheet in there. It says, please mail the broken one to this address. Like, really? I have to print that stuff out myself and, and yeah. I have to go to FedEx or whatever and pay for it? Come on. Yeah. Lame. All right. But I, I heard you are an asshole, Ron. I am? Yeah, I heard from the pinball network something something about that pinball network thing where you know we're we're the odd couple. Uh, no, you're the asshole. I'm the good guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. How am I the asshole? Uh, you should you should you haven't heard any of our episodes? 
<laughs> no, not at all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the sweetest guy out there. Yeah, on the pinball show, they, uh, they, they gave us a – well, Zach Minnie said, congrats on your fifth anniversary, okay. which, of course, is wrong. Because I purposely avoided the whole anniversary term because that's wrong. It's not our fifth anniversary. It was our fifth year of podcasting. Yes. It's, it'd actually be our fourth anniversary if you want to be technical. Wow. I know. Someone says nice and I'll be a dick. So maybe I am the dick. You are the dick. Mm. So what did they say? We're the odd couple. We're the odd couple. Because I'm supposed to be the, I'm the positive one and like all professional and you're the, just the, the asshole goofball. And what's the problem? Uh, I'm just as much an asshole goofball. I think you're actually sometimes more yeah. lately. You've been really bad. Well, the listeners have never heard any of our conversations we used to have when we would go to shows and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we were dicks. Uh, well you more than me, but yes. Yes. You would tell, per- <laughs> you would tell a person their game sucks in front of them where I would, yes. like, I, I would not say that. <laughs> or, or you, you would say it to just some random, I, I always love, I always saw, well, for those who haven't heard all our episodes, I'll say this story again. <laughs> Now, one of the shows, I don't know, it was Texas, something like that, whatever. It was a demo, man. One of the first, uh, when the LEDs first started kind of coming out, and it was just like had the full clown LED stuff going on, like all these different colors and all that. And we're playing it, and there's a guy standing next to us just kind of watching us play. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if that's the owner. So at some point, he asked, his, he asked Bruce, like, what do you think of the, you know, the LEDs? Bruce like it looks like shit, <laughs> and the guy's immediately like, "Oh, it's my game," and it's like, "Oh god!" It still looks like shit. And Bruce is there, "Hey, it's your game, man. You do you do whatever you want with it." <laughs> but it still looks like shit. And Ron just like, "Oh, I'm just like, my oh god, god, I want to disappear." <laughs> because I I saw the guy stand there. I'm there. That's got to be the owner. And as soon as he said that, I'm there. Oh god, it's definitely going to be the owner. And they said, "I'm the owner." Like, oh fuck. Uh, and you know me, I just go double down. Uh, I, yes, oh. yes. <laughs> so, yes, I am the nice guy, and Bruce is the asshole. Check that off. We got okay. that. Well, you mentioned coin doors not working, right? Yes. Well, I got to play Zach's alien. Oh, no. Uh, oh, good. great. Wait, wait a second. His new alien from? His brand new alien from Pinball Brothers, where if you open up the coin door, it's a hap coin door. Yeah, you know, like for the same kind of stern uses, but since since you don't charge money to play Alien, it's free play only. It's not hooked to anything. Like half the wiring is not hooked to anything. Like none of the coin mechs work. What do you mean? Like wait a sec. This is a how much was this machine? Seven thousand plus. Yeah, how much is it? Yeah, like literally, the coin mechs are not hooked up. Like if you put coins in there and there's nothing, it won't, would never register. The wiring isn't even connected. So it's got to be like one of those Apple things. Like you touch the play, you know, you, no. you tap your, you tap no. your phone. With it. No. What do you mean? No, no. no. Got Some it. of the stuff okay. I saw on this. It, you, Maybe it's like credit card. You put your credit card in and it slides in and out. You put it in a crack. You know what a lockdown bar receiver is, Bruce? Yes, I do. Pinball Brothers doesn't know what that is because there's not one in the game. I know there isn't. <laughs> they have two little metal brackets. Yes. Where the play field hooks to. They do yes. not have a full lockdown bar receiver. They have the same lockdown bar. It looks just like a stern. Mm-hmm. And it uses the same, um, oh, what's it called? Latches. Latches. But they fucked up when they put the latches on. The latch on the left, you couldn't actually latch without lifting the play field up slightly because the play field was in the way of the latch. Yeah, I know. Nice. Nice. It has a up post in the back. I'm doing the bad stuff first. It has an up post in the back. That's supposed to stop the ball, so it goes in the pop bumpers. 
it doesn't work most of the time. Either it hits it and rejects and then ends up just going behind the xenomorph head or it blows by it. What? And it's cheap plastic with like plastic around it and it just snaps right off. Multiple alien owners have already had it just break off. So hopefully they're they're making a better one. They really should have used like one way gate, like like mm-hmm. all the sterns do. Yeah, yeah. Or a better up post, like a metal one. Yeah, that that didn't work. The xenomorph. <laughs> me and Zach, I think, are convinced at this point. It's just a it it has a magnet in front of it, just like Sparky, like almost the same distance away, except it never fucking catches the ball, because what's supposed to happen? You hit the two targets in front, and it activates the magnet. We think that the game is, is not able to activate the magnet fast enough. No, the like timing it, is it, way The off. timing is off. It, it cannot activate it fast enough, and the ball is already out of the area by the time it activates the magnet. So it never catches the ball. So the xenomorph tongue thing comes out, which is noisy as hell. Oh, my God. And, and it never gets the ball because it's, it just doesn't work. It, it works maybe 15 to 20% of the time. Yeah, it's bad. The thing I was worried about was the lighting because everyone I've ever played, I couldn't see the ball. So he turns it on, and I'm like, okay. I'm thinking to myself, so the GI's not on yet, huh? No. Like, like no, that, that's it. Like, are you serious? They have, like, the targets are lit up, and a, a lot of things are lit up, but there's, like, no real GI lighting on this game. Not at all. And it, it makes stars look bright. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I know it kind of fits the theme of Alien, but holy shit. Uh, we, I had to play with the lights on because I couldn't see the ball otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What other wonderful things? Quality of the metal work and everything like that from the legs. Those oh, the legs, legs the legs, they're already sending Zach new legs because the legs were so bad. He's opened. Well, he, we had him on the show. He said he opened like what? 15 tickets or whatever the hell. Yep. And it looks like they're using Zach as uh, one of their uh, American test Beta people. Testers. Yeah, because <laughs> they sent him all new light boards, completely new light, light boards for everything. And it's still some don't work right out of the box. Oh, I didn't know that. So Yeah, one or two did not work right out of the box. And James, who we just talked about, who won the tournament second, he has one, and he's had bad light boards you know, sent to him that don't even work. Uh, the thing is, it takes them like a few days to get back to you because they're in Europe. Yes. So there's usually a delay. Since they don't have a lockdown bar receiver, and they just have two little brackets that hold the play field on, I felt every time I hit the flipper button, I could feel the whole front of the game like Shit. vibrate. Yeah. yeah, like because, and I think it's because there's no lockdown bar receiver to take the shock of this. So you feel every flip way more than you usually do. Uh, you know, you um, feel it all. Plus, yeah. uh, the, at least Zach's will occasionally just lock up and you got to yep. reboot it. The right flipper yep. will just die for no reason yep. and then come back to life. So when's your order coming? Here's the funny thing, Bruce. Forgiving all that fact, all that stuff. When I actually played the game and it worked good enough. I thoroughly enjoyed playing Alien. So when's your order coming in? Uh, no way. I, I don't, I don't want to be a guinea pig for, for fucking Pinball Brothers. No. No. I, it's, it's, there's too many issues. The, the thing is, though, it's... It makes... It, here's the honest thing. It makes Big Lebowski like a gem. Yeah. It does. The back glass. The, the back, it's like plexiglass. No it's plexiglass. There's no, there's no lights back there. And it's got the key is in the plexiglass. It's part of it, like just yes. a hole through the plexiglass to lock it. So you could just pull on the thing and pull it out if you wanted to. Yep. Yeah. But like I said, playing it, I love the modes. I, I like what I they did. I love the modes. I love the theme. It, I love oh, yeah. everything about it. 
I wish it was made by a better corporation. I mean, at least they are sending new light boards and stuff. But I mean, there are so many. Bugs, How much money are so they many losing? Lockups. How much money are they losing? But there's so many just, just bugs with the game too. Just the game locking up. And and you turn it on and the screen just doesn't come on. Like, okay, turn it off, turn it back on. All right. You're playing right flipper just goes there. Oh, okay. Or you get stuck in a ball, it loses the ball well, yeah. ma- well, massively. Here, here's here's the funny story. So I play my first game. It's like, okay, I'm gonna play Alien. Okay, Zach, you want in? No. Just do one player games. It less chance of it less <laughs> know, chance of it locking up. Like, are you serious? Yes, because we like, did, he we was absolutely that. serious. Yes. It, it actually when me and Zach played it, because it's the first time we played duels with it, he's like Every game we played, it was like locking up or getting lost or not even being able to react. He looked at me and I looked at him and said, this is not fun. He goes, it doesn't do this when normally when I'm doing a one-player game. Well, he knows it doesn't do it as much. That was his exact wording. It's like, just, you know, it's a really – it's a good game, a lot of promise. This is the one you want the last one on the line. Well, yeah, that's true. This, yeah. <laughs> Playfield looked nice, though. Yeah, Playfield looked nice. That's about it. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you could hit, you could make all the shot. Well, again, this went through the exact tweaking procedures. So you could hit everything with all the flippers. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. And when I played full that's games. Nice. Very good. That's a nice. Uh, today. Are you, you making better, fun you of like us Italians again, are you? Huh? Oh, uh, yes. I've already gotten three nasty emails about this. So I might as well just keep it up. Oh, man. We make a good pinball machine and we made it to Zachariah. We made it all this other My stuff. My great grandparents, uh, Frank and Conchetta LaBella, were not happy. That's what <laughs> you're saying. We make a now a pinball brothers game. Uh, <sighs> you don't worry about it. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. We all know Italians are the greatest group in the world with the best food, and we rock. And you are wrong, Bruce. We know that gingers are the ones that are truly evil. Wow. (laughs) Jeff, are you going to take this? Jeff Teolis is now going to come after you. He's going to take it and like it because he can't come over here. Not yet. Nah, 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 (laughs) nah. Uh, so that, that was alien. It's it's funny. And, man, if if you take away all the stuff that doesn't work and you fixed all that, I actually wouldn't mind an alien, but there's no way I'd have confidence buying what, what I saw. No, with, with it's, that terrible. it's just no way. There's just no way. I can't have a game where you just play the thing and it just like locks up constantly. This is supposed to be a production, a production product. This, this is, is not like, like alpha this beta, is like beta version. This is beta. I mean, I just, <sighs> but congrats to people who are actually getting them. Yeah. Congrats to getting a turd. Imagine if you weren't Zach. Yeah, imagine if you couldn't diagnose issues yourself and weren't opening up like 15 tickets with Pinball Brothers to get this stuff fixed. Yeah, what the fuck do you do? Again, it's nice that they're responsive, but goddamn, how can you release a product that... Did you have testers? Do you have people playing this thing at all? Hey, you know the monkey that's on my shoulder uh, when I crank uh, the, 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 the sound box? Uh, that's the test. Uh, hey! Well, you know... I that's would, more, hey. <laughs> We're going to go to the ball bag, but we actually have nothing in the ball bag this week. (laughs) But I have a feeling after all this, uh, we're going to have stuff in the ball bag next week. Hey, bacha galupada, not in the bag. Yeah, demanding an apology from you. (laughs) No, they won't. You know I don't apologize. (laughs) You know I don't apologize ever, yes. Ever. (laughs) Oh, the monkey monkey testing machine. Go, yay, you go. (laughs) (sighs) I am a fucking asshole. 
<laughs> you heard it here first. Bruce, a fucking asshole. Uh, uh, hey, guess what? At Allentown, just for that, all the Italians can come out and hug me. Okay. <laughs> or whack you, one or the other. Or whack me. You know, I'm going to make them an awful camera fuse. Yeah. That was actually all I had on my list. What? Uh, what else do I have? Stop. Other, other than yeah, we did stop. Other than to say that it'll probably be an extra week before the next podcast. Yep, because Ron's going on vacation somewhere. Well, wait a minute. Next weekend. Well, we we wouldn't usually record anyway, but next weekend is Allentown, or this upcoming weekend. By the time this yep. release, and the weekend after that, I will be going to one of the first big Whopper Point events in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, eh? District 82. I'll get to check out that place. I've never been there before. I'm nope. going to ask them how they get such good reception on their streaming. <laughs> we can't get There you go. Yeah, God. <laughs> What's the secret? Actually, kudos to Zach for helping me. We both were troubleshooting the rig on Friday mm-hmm. and found some just weird things. Like, there's certain channels that you have to put the things on. Otherwise, they interfere with each other. And then you physically have to kind of offset them so they don't, like, run into each other's beams or something. It's very bizarre. Yeah, so. But we got it. Fix it all. Um, I want one more round at it. I want to move some of the, the actual uh, transmitters around on the rig a little bit more. Okay. But, um, I mean, we're close. We had the playfield cam was flawless the entire five, six hours or whatever we streamed. Never had an issue. It was only the other cameras that would just randomly have issues. And we found out I definitely need... The one thing I forgot to bring was spare batteries. But I Ooh. definitely need to bring those. Ooh. So we need more of the uh, USB packs ready to rock? Uh, well, I, ha- I have two. I'm going okay. to bring two fully charged ones. Whoops. I'm away from the microphone here. I'm going to bring wow. two fully charged ones when uh, for Stomp. So cool. Should have That'll be cool. There. Are you playing in Stomp, Ron? Hell no. I'm running the rig. I didn't play in the last stop either. I I ran the rig. Bruce, are you going to be playing in stop? Fuck yeah! Uh, America! (laughs) God, I love that movie. That's right, Gary. You know, Bruce proved he was 100% devoted to the team. He proved it last night, but uh, I won't won't go that far. No, no, don't go there. No, no, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) I love that movie more than, than a person should love a movie. That, that so, is uh, my favorite comedies of all time. So if you're selling older Stearns, I got cash. Come see me. I'll be there Thursday. I'll be actually setting up the games. I'll be helping setting up the games mm-hmm. and putting them in locations so electricity is not overextended. <laughs> Over, I hate when electricity gets overextended. Yeah, and we blow breakers. That's a bad thing. Anything else? Actually, don't have anything else. I mean, nothing's really. Uh, well, how about American Pinball? When's their new game coming out? Who the What's fuck the delay? Knows. What's the delay? Everyone I says it's Legends of Valhalla. Yeah, that's what I keep on hearing. Or like a also. different name. Yeah, but yeah. If it's already done, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I mean, unless it's just a part shortage, but I, I mean, plus they're probably only going to sell a couple hundred. I can't see that being a big seller. I know. I know. It's just uh, I don't know. Well, they're supposed to put two out this year, so maybe it's yeah, just a Yeah, they filler. said two, and uh, so one of them was supposed a... to be in the summer, so this the summer is... Halfway over. Yeah. This is a filler. I think this is the filler to keep the line just busy to the next game. I mean, well, you can still get the other games. You want Houdini? You want a, um, well, their best game, Hot Wheels. 
I played more Hot Wheels. I like Hot Wheels. Well, when do you buy that? Uh, I don't like it that much. <laughs> but oh, I think wow. it's by far their best game. Okay. Definitely their, high, their most fun, highest fun factor game. Mm. Well, speaking of fun factor, here we go. I'll, I'll do a last rant here. Uh-oh. Jurassic Park is pissing me off. I think I made a wrong decision. Ooh, so when are you selling it to me? Man, it's just, I feel like I have to be Keith Elwin to hit anything in that game. Now, you know me. I am not accurate. No, no, no. You, you, no, no, no. And you don't always say, hold on. Ron is the, one of the least accurate people there are. He doesn't know rules, but he still plays good. Because I save a lot of shit, so I keep missing, but then keep saving, so I get to miss more than a typical person gets to miss, which gets even more frustrating. But the thing is, I could play like Deadpool, which is you know not the smoothest game in the world, and I can miss everything, and I still have fun because it's yes. Deadpool. When I play Jurassic Park, man, I just get so pissed off. I want to get to Visitor Center, you know, little mini wizard mode. It's not like Dracula. Like Dracula would get me just as pissed off. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, but my. if you had a good enough game, like in five minutes, you could be to the get the three multi balls going at once and hear yeah, the, you know, 30 million. Yeah. Yes. With Jurassic Park, it's going to take me a while to try to get the visitor center. And if I get there or, or like one dinosaur away and fail, I don't feel like playing again. You know what I mean? I, I just get in these things mm-hmm. where I just clunk all over the place. I've already had to make some you know, adjustments trying to get that feed to the upper flipper good enough to hit the, the side ramp, which that still rejects on a mm-hmm. regular basis. I don't know. The call-outs are just all – they have so many different people doing call-outs. You have the one guy that's awesome, the guy that's the you – know, welcome to Jurassic Park. You know him, Mr. DNA, you know, mm-hmm. that guy. But then everyone else is like – they just have a random woman – who's just okay. Then you have the guy that's supposed to be South African with a terrible accent. Then you have the control room guy. Then you have the other guy that's just like, we've lost another truck. You only have two trucks left. I'm just not feeling it. I'm like, say, we'll use another Elwin game, Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. The callouts in that are awesome. Mm-hmm. I love the callouts in that. Actually, out of the three, his three games that I played, I'd say the one I enjoy playing at this point the most is Iron Maiden. But the issue with that was I kept being in multi-ball constantly because <laughs> it was like much easier that I think it's easier than the other two. And I was just in so much multi-ball. It's like, I don't think I could own this. So I don't know the- either. I need to get better. And what made it even worse is I watched uh, Robert Byers on top rope pinball mm-hmm. plug in top Robert. rope. Hi Robert. And he got to the, when dinosaurs rule the earth, yeah, like the, yeah, the yeah. Uber super wizard mode. And watching him play that thing, he had two games in a row. He had like, four, I think one he almost got the new bar, and the second one he did that. It's mm-hmm. like I can't do that. I can't play we that, that good. We knew that already, though. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing is, it's <laughs> not like I have the game set wicked hard. This is factory. This game has the the most nasty slingshots of any new stern I've ever gotten out of the factory. These things just hair trigger. And the ball is always out of control. If you just miss once on this thing, it's just, you're dead. It's over. Yeah. And yeah, as soon no. as you use your left kickback, you better you're get screwed. a relet or you're just, screwed. Yeah. you're done. Yeah. I just find it a just frustrating, clunky mess at times for me. Oh, so when are you selling it? 
Ron will be taking offers for a trade for an LE. Uh, and I have the arc blades in it and the super cool T-Rex head. I know. As we know, because I'm a meanie. You are meanie. Because of the previous episode. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just frustrated. Maybe someone needs to give me some lessons on how I should better approach the game. Oh, my. Because I'm doing something wrong. I need, I need to enjoy this game more. Because the times I got to Visitor Center... That was super cool. The whole like the Raptors and trying to get the two shots as they go around the play field. It's like, yeah, I want to get back to that. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be too hard for me to get back to that. And it's not, I don't like right next to it is my Spider-Man, which I have never been to superhero and never will, but I can get to the mini wizard mode. Yeah. You know, I can't get to the freaking mini wizard mode most of the time on Jurassic Park. I don't know. I, I think I got a game uh, um, that is. I, that I, is... Hold on, hold on. We're getting our first email today. Uh huh. It says, uh, "Ron, play better." Okay. Okay. That was that was from Pinside PD. I don't, I don't know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the frustration. I think just I honestly I don't think I'm good enough to play that game. I think that uh-huh. game just requires a skill level that I do not have. That's why I want to. I want to since I have this game either for a stop or a future event. Get some players here way better than me. Have them play that. And I'm hoping they'll be like, wow, this is the hardest playing Jurassic Park I've ever played. And be like, okay, so it's not just me. Or they completely blow it up and it's like, yeah, yes. okay, I totally suck. Because I, I played way better on Zach's Jurassic Park than my Jurassic Park. Wow. And I love Escape I love Escape Nublar. I love that mode. That was one of the doing the Escape Nublar challenges. That was one of the final things that said, yes, I'm definitely getting this game. Because that was freaking awesome. But, you know, forgetting the part that, oh, yeah, I actually have to get there legitimately if I don't want to just start the game with that. And it doesn't look like I'm good enough to do so. Gotcha. I do have one of the pizza news when you're done with oh, your rant. P- piece of news. Okay, yeah, I'm done, done. Rant off. Piece of news. Finally. Fuck, man. We are going to have our first launch party in Rochester. Oh, really? Well, you, yes. you're a member of the Stern Army, right? Yes, so he is. So and that means you're going to get some cool prizes from Stern? Yep. Mandalorian time. Ah. Uh-huh. We are going to have a Mandalorian by next month at the co-op, and we will be running the Mandalorian launch party. So hopefully we'll get Ron out there. You can give him a big hug because we have less people. When is this? Uh, we don't know yet. We're talking probably the beginning of September. Is it the way? September 11th. That uh, will be the way. It will be the way? So uh, come on down. And this ain't going to be no ordinary pro. This ain't no pro. Oh, it's going to be an LE. This ain't no premium. Oh, it's going to be an LE. We're only doing LE, baby. Rochester only does LEs. They don't don't screw around. Yep. So that's how you're going to be playing in this launch party, LE time. Okay. I do have a tournament coming up at level zero, but it's in November. So Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. What you're going to come down for that? Oh yes, I heard Mr. Uh, Matt Hall is uh Really? Cuz yep. it's for 518ers. You're not a 518er. Uh there's also for yeah, the regular a, people. Yeah, there's a non-518er. Yep, so guess what? I'm going to come in there and we're going to show the 518ers how to play. Oh, 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 we. So more than you? Yep. Who else is going to come with me if they're coming from my area? Uh, so you're going to have like the Rochester contingent just put us in our place? Yep. Smack you around like the bitches you are. Wow. Them's fight words. I'm sorry. We, we don't have the amount of LEs to practice on that you guys do. No, you do not. But maybe you come out to the co-op and you can show us up. Well, you know, Bruce, if I wanted to come out to the co-op, 
Where would that be? Where would that be, and when can I come out there? You can come out there Thursday between 5 and 10 at night, or you can come out on Saturday between 3 and 11 at world-famous Rochester Pinball Collective, www.rocpinball.com or www.rochesterpinball.com at 349 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York, Suite 2965. Come one, come all. Pay one price, stay the whole day. You can come and go as you please that day. Okay, there you go. And the other thing I like is you have free Wi-Fi. Yes, free Wi-Fi. I mean, it's not yours. It's the pizza place under you, but it's still no, we free. Have, we have free Wi-Fi. Don't let people be on it. They'll screw up the stream. Blame Zach. Blame Zach. Oh, God. Did he turn Blame that on? Canada. Oh. Blame Canada. Blame <laughs> Canada. Oh, the hockey hullabaloo and the bitch I marry too. <laughs> uh, that's right, Gary. We're not even a real country anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that's from South Park, the movie, by the way. Yes, if, you're, if you're wondering, Bruce did not make that up. Heck no. Blame Canada. No, we love Blame Canada. Canada. Oh, Canada, Canada, our home and native land. Don't know the rest of the words except for the end. We stand on God for thee. The puck drops at five minutes. Yes. All right. Get that thing off the ice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, everybody. This has been episode 171 of the Slam Tilt Podcast. You can reach us at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. That's slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website, www.slamtillpodcast.com. All our links are in the upper right-hand corner, including Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. It's all there. Instagram, although I haven't – I used to use the Instagram to post pictures from shows on the Slam Till page. Hopefully, I will get to do that again at Allentown. And don't forget, write us an email. Tell us how we're doing. Write us a a review. Tell us how we're doing that way, too. Even though we won't listen to whatever they say and you'll just make fun of them if they criticize us? That's about right. Okay. Just checking. Just checking to make sure. sure. Hi, Steve. Uh, FOMO bonus. bonus. Everybody in the universe. Jeff. What's it called? We got a ton of people. You know, Marty. Ryan C. Everyone in the the um, messenger thread we're in. There yes, you go. So we always no that. one listening will even know what that means. So that's fine. Exactly. And hi, Zach. Yeah, our yeah. own Zach. Yes, our own Zach. So thanks, everybody. Until next time. Remember, one extra week. Oh, God. One extra week of not having us. How are these people going to survive? The way they survived all the other weeks, they didn't have us. It's quite easy. Wow. You sure about this? I'm sure about this. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, pinballers.
Well, that was nice and short. And you didn't, you didn't even plug your own show. I love it, finally. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't plug my nope, own show. No, 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 because you didn't plug us on the last show. So guess what? Wait a minute. Wait, what do you mean you didn't plug us? You didn't plug us. You didn't plug You plugged yourself. You mentioned it on the last episode. You said you were going to record again. No, I'm talking about your guys. The Silverball Chronicles didn't plug us. I didn't? No. Oh. So it was perfect. I'm sorry. It's perfect. I failed. I even, I even have a note on here that says plug. <laughs> you need to tape it to your freaking monitor next time. Mm. 